I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we get into this episode, I'd just like to make a public service announcement. I've been drinking Prosecco and we are recording this on the day that we actually recorded the special edition. Yes, this episode comes to you slightly delayed because uh, somebody, <laughs> yeah, we've been drunk for four weeks. No, somebody delayed things by getting engaged, baby. So enjoy this episode. It's going to roll in. We're a little bit behind schedule, but it will catch up and stay tuned because you're in for an absolute bloody treat. All right. Buckle up, pictures, <laughs> and enjoy the ride. Hello, this is the Secret Mum Club. I'm Safina. And I'm Emma. This podcast is a safe space for mums everywhere. A safe space to share our secrets. Because we all have secrets, don't we? We do. And as we know, sharing is caring. You don't even have to tell us who you are. Yeah, you can keep that to yourself. You can be anonymous. And those secrets can be serious or silly. All secrets are welcome here in the Secret Mum Club. Club. Na, 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 na. It's catchy, isn't it? All righty. How's your week been, so? My week's been good. Yeah. I've had a really, really lush week. We've got a lot to catch up on. Um, I went to see, me and Dotsie went to London. Yeah. On our own. Oh, yes. Took her on the train. I saw that. By herself. How well, was it? Well, obviously not by herself. She was with Packed me. Packed her off on her own. But we've never been, she's never been on the train. Like, we've done the Santa trains. Yeah. But we've never done. The real train. And as well, I th- feel like I'm okay in London now, travelling, because I've got kind of used to it. Mm. But I've never just done it with me and one of the babies. Yeah. Like me and Colby haven't just done it. So it was a big deal for me. Yeah. I was trying so hard not to scare, not scare her. Yeah. Because I was shitting myself. Why? I don't know. I'm a bit of a, I do get worried. Are you a, worried. like a panicked traveller? Yeah. Mm. Like I worry about the things that I can't prevent. I yeah. can't stop them from happening. If they're going to happen, they're going to happen. What but, kind of thing? Like doing, getting the wrong directions or getting lost, that kind of thing? Uh, Just mainly like. Needing a poo. Death. When you're out. <laughs> like train just derails <laughs> and we end up flying across the just field. Just death. It's like, the, the, and that's something just, that is so irrational to yeah, think of. Yeah. But I will just think of it. Mm. Or then I panic about someone stealing the children. Yeah. Someone just scooping and running. Because yeah, yeah. I think, God, I can't run. <laughs> I had too many mince pies at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't burned it off. My stamina is shit. They'd be gone. Gone they, before you know it. Honestly, and that really frightens me. No, that is a, yeah. But we survived it and we had the best time. Yeah, what did you do? We went to see Frozen in the theatre. Oh, it's meant to be really good. Did she love it? Hands down, the best show I've ever yeah. seen in my whole entire life. It was phenomenal. She was like glued on the end of her seat the whole time. There was bits where it went like a little bit quiet. 
Mm. And she was just like, is, is it over now? And I'm like, we've not even cut to the break yet. We've still got, we've still got to have a commercial break and come to part two. Yeah. But no, she, she really loved it. It was, it was loads is of fun. Is that the first time she's been to the theatre? Yeah. First time, because we've not, we've not done panto or anything. Because again, we were in lockdown. Yeah. So we've not done all of these things. So we haven't done pantos or Christmas shows or anything like that. So it was her first time at the theatre. And she sat through the whole show? She sat through the whole show. Amazing. I just found it so baffling. And then we stayed in this hotel. I won't name the hotel. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. I There was like leather chains on the bed, like leather buckles on the bed head. Oh. And they, there was like bunny rabbits everywhere. And they had like leather collars on. <laughs> and I literally rung Chris at one point And I was like, I think I've booked an adults only hotel. And I think I, I might be in a brothel. Bought my four-year-old daughter. <laughs> but to be fair, the hotel room was a little bit iffy but we went upstairs to the roof bar and it was wonderful we saw the whole of london was it in soho no it was <laughs> i won't question you on the specifics i was just gonna say no, if you book I... a hotel room in soho then you've got to be careful we walked we're near soho mm. so we walked to have breakfast in soho my friend was like what made you choose soho and i was like well it's the only place open for breakfast, because we had to be in and out, like we had to be up and out of the hotel at like half seven because Dotsie was like, come on, let's go exploring London. I was like, yeah, no one gets up really this early. Yeah. We got to slow down a bit in London. Yeah. But she was up and ready and we were out walking. I had my little city mapper on. What did you go and see? Walking around. We went for breakfast. And? Yeah, we got breakfast. But I had to lug a suitcase around. City landmarks? No. M&M World? Yeah. Yeah. We saw that the day before, go. though. All oh, right. Yeah, we saw that the I day before. I know you go there. Yeah. We didn't go in because the queue was too big. <laughs> we just we just walked past. <laughs> just admired it from the outside. And I was like, oh, we'll go for a lovely dinner <laughs> as well the night before, like the, the going before the theatre. I was just like, oh, we'll go for a nice dinner. Where do you want to go? She was like, McDonald's. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. McDonald's, they always want to go to McDonald's. And it was so packed. We had to go to Burger King. Oh. And wow. it was. Same, same. Yeah, much for muchness, really. Mm. But yeah, no, it was a, it's been a lovely week. Oh, lovely. Because I feel like the last couple of weeks, what with school and stuff, it's been a little bit... It's been a bit rough, hasn't it? Yeah, the hospital and then school and just all... It just consumes me sometimes. And I think because I don't let it out or talk about it or just get it off my chest, I just let it boil up inside of me, you know? Yeah. So it was nice to just step away, step away from my phone and enjoy some time with... With darts. Nice. And it was really sweet. It Good. was really sweet. Oh, I'm glad you had a nice time. And your week? We went on holiday. Stop it. To Wales. Did you not share any of this on your socials? Um, I did a little bit, I think. Yeah, but um, it actually felt like, like when I go to Wales, I don't normally say I'm going on holiday because it's just where my husband's family lives. So okay. like we go there quite a lot and it's nice and everything, but they don't normally get the weather. But we went like that week that it was just really hot, beautiful. really beautiful, lovely. Yeah. I've never been there when the weather's been like that. And it genuinely felt like being on like a foreign holiday. It was Stunning. amazing. So like when you go to France and people are like, oh, you can't just go to France for holiday, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously in Wales, it does normally, I've been with my husband for 15 years yes. and it does normally rain there like all the time. So I've never been there when the weather's been this nice and it was just stunning. They've got, his parents have got a caravan. I say caravan, it's like a luxury static home. Beautiful. By the seaside in Pembrokeshire. So it was just lovely. We just went down to the beach every day. We went to the pub. It was just really chilled, really lovely. We took Joseph to the farm. It was oh, so cute. Yes. Saw little piglets that had just been born. We saw the baby lambs, the baby goats. He had just a whale of a time. Slight um, issue was oh. that he hated the beach. 
And that was like the main activity of the holiday being yes. on the coast. Yeah. He absolutely hated it. He hated the sea. He hated the sand. He hated, just wanted to sit on his little mat yeah. and put things in a bucket. Yeah. Which really he could have done that anywhere. I feel like this is really common though at Joseph's age. Is it? Yeah. Because I'm really hoping he gets over it because this is going to be holidays for the rest of his life. I want to say as well, it's a boy thing, not a girl thing. Do you think? Because Colby hated the beach. Really? Hated it probably till he was about three. Like hated, hated the sand in his toes. I had to wash his toes, con wash his feet constantly. Yeah. And then if he'd have a sandwich and the sand got in the sandwich, he'd have an absolute melt meltdown. meltdown about yeah. it. Didn't want to be in the sea, didn't like the water splash splashing his feet. No. Just nothing about it. No. It's hard as well because like as an adult, nobody loves sand on them. Like I do love the beach, but I hate the sand. Do you? But when you've got a baby, you can't be like, if he wants to be picked up or carried and he's covered in sand, you can't be like, no, don't get sand Sorry. on me. Mummy's not about this. <laughs> Sand. Sorry, don't touch me with your <laughs> sandy paws. So you, I had to like pick him up and deal I with sandy paws. <laughs> he definitely had those as well. <laughs> Do not come near me with those sandy balls. I say but, that's crystal. <laughs> But obviously, you just have to suck it up. Suck up those sandy you can't balls. say, no, I'm not no. picking you up. So he's got his sandy balls like all a, over me. It's a free exfoliator. <laughs> <laughs> just sit on the beach and just be like, what are you doing, mum? Getting an exfoliator. Exfoliator? Exfoliation? <laughs> We've had so long off, we can't talk <laughs> anymore. Whew. It's these things in my mouth. <laughs> it's those retainers. It's, it's, I just, everyone's getting the weather. At least Stop you, the news. Just giving everyone a right <laughs> rain forecast over the phone. At least you've got like this, like <laughs> <laughs> at least you've got an excuse. <laughs> anyway, so he's the same with grass as well. Actually, he will not go barefoot on um, grass, sand, nothing. So you just have to carry him everywhere. Oh. And I'm just like this. I hope he gets over it by the time he's like. But next year, basically. Do you know what I'm going to say? He has got you so wrapped around <laughs> his little finger. I know. But do you know what? I I think it's genetic because I used to be exactly the same oh. when I was young. I didn't like anything like that. I was so like... Oh, see, I never wore shoes. Oh, yeah, I used no. to love being barefoot. I was all everywhere. about comfort. Like my mum had to take a spare, um, if we went to the beach or swimming, she had to take a spare dry swimming costume with us wherever because I would not sit in a wet, wet one. Wet costume. No, no. As soon as I got out of the water, she had to take that off, change it into the dry one. And I just think I've really passed that yeah. on. So it's my own fault. But we love him for it. We do love him. And we did still have a lovely time. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> the weather has just been incredible. Oh, amazing. And it makes such a difference, doesn't it? It just makes everyone so jolly. Yeah. The half-naked people on the street just gives you such a buzz, Honestly, doesn't it? Honestly, if I can leave the house without carrying a jacket, it just makes me so happy. It makes you feel so alive, doesn't it? It does. When you can go out and you can actually shave your legs because you've got to get them out. I still don't shave mine. I no, just... to be fair, I only shaved them today just for you. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have just left them hairy. <laughs> Emma and I really want to hear from you. We do. We want you to join us in the Secret Mum Club. You're all welcome. You can share your secrets with us, respond to what we've been talking about, or even just say, hello, hello. is it me you're, you're looking, looking for? You can find us on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Secret Mum Pod, or you can email us. It's hello at secretmumpod.com. And we have a very exciting addition to this episode we because we've had so many messages. Yes. And we're going to read some of them yeah, we've got one here. It says, hi, Safina and Emma. I loved your first episode. I just wanted to share a top tip that I learned from a midwife after I had my babies. When you're in labor, you do your breathing technique for pain relief, like you're blowing bubbles in the garden. The same
same technique of blowing bubbles is also a great one for getting poo out. What? What? It creates a pressure change through your abdomen, which can help the poo slide out. Wow. Hope this helps. Can't help with your phobia, so I have the same one about public poos. Oh, okay. Nothing to do about that. Thought that, that was going to help up poo at water. No. no. <laughs> no. Blowing bubbles. Like you would go like... <sighs> oh, is that... Is that too loud for Is you? Is that horrible? ASMS and ASMR. They say go like do short breaths when you're in labour, don't they? Like we're blowing each other now. <laughs> but I'll blow you if you blow me. It's not that kind of show. I um try it's that fun. next time you need a poo. Oh, I thought you could say next time you have next a baby. Next time you have a baby. Next time you have a baby. <laughs> do you know what I was gonna say though? As well, when you're in labour, they do tell you to push like you're having a poo. And I personally thought that was wrong. Oh, really? Because when I had Colby to when I had Dotty. When I had Colbs, I was pushing like I needed a poo. But with Dotty, it was the bit in between. I was pushing the bit in between. Yeah, the you perineum. Know, the, when you're pushing down now, mm. I'm not pushing my bum or my foo. I'm just pushing the bit in of between. The middle. Yeah. And which labour do you think was Dotsy flew out like a rocket. Yeah, but second baby though. I just it's meant to be a bit easier, isn't it? Not easier. It is meant to be word, a little but... bit easier, but I felt like being that I'd pushed both babies, mm. I felt like I pushed completely different with Dottie. Oh, really? Than I did with Colby. I just had way more control. I think you probably knew what you were doing more as well. Yeah. And was she a smaller baby? No. <laughs> she was fucking God, massive. No. <laughs> she came out like a little Buddha. <laughs> she was so swollen. Honestly, one of those things that I don't ever talk about is the first moments of seeing Dot. Which, what did she look like? Crazy. Your face. <laughs> don't people, I love my children so incredibly much, Okay. She okay. was so swollen. And I just said to the lady, I was like, that's not mine. Obviously, I was on gas and air. I was like, that's not mine. <laughs> she was like, that's your daughter. I was like, mum, don't you dare take a picture of her. My mum was trying to take pictures of her. She was just this big, purple, swollen. And it's, it's that whole thing, isn't it? Because you're like, where's that instant reaction? Like, I'm meant to love them instantly. Oh, when no. They come out. And that's I was a just myth. Like, but then I absolutely adored Colby. The moment was he, he came cute? out, he was the most beautiful, oh. cleanest, scrummiest baby. He had these big lips, big eyes, and he was just stunning. Dots, wow, she looked like a cabbage batch baby. <laughs> you know them little dolls you used to get when we were little girls? <laughs> cabbage batch kids. Or cherry berry. <laughs> she used to eat the cherries, didn't she? I was always baffled as to where them cherries went off that spoon. <laughs> look, she's grown into her looks now. She has. Stunning. Yeah, the swelling, the swelling did go down, but it's completely normal to have that. Yeah, no. Yeah. When I when my mum had me, she thought I was I was so swollen down below. She thought I was a boy. I did, I, and I said I that think that's quite common because I thought she had a, a yeah. I was like, we've yeah. had a boy. Yeah, and I kept saying to Chris, it's a boy. Mm. He was like, no, she's got a fufu. And I yeah. was like, no, it's a boy. It's so swollen. Yeah. And the lady was like, no, no, that's just because she's so <laughs> she's just very swollen. <laughs> I'm pleased to report I have recovered from that now. <laughs> Okay, 35 years on. We've got another email here. It says, I completely agree with co-sleeping. My little girl is five with additional needs. She hasn't slept all night in her bed since she was maybe eight months old. She comes to me and I let her sleep because I get sleep too. It's hard being a mum and you do what you have to do. Oh. Absolutely. That is so, so sweet. And yeah. it is, but there are, we're their safe space, aren't we? Yeah. They need us when they're happy, sad, hungry, tired. Yeah. Like, why would you not want them in there? Yeah. Because it's not going to be for forever. And we say this all the time, no. don't we? And it's like we said when we talked about co-sleeping, like you just do what you have to do. And if you're both getting more sleep, hell everyone's yeah. a winner, baby. Hell to the year. <laughs> so you can get in touch with us about anything at all. As we've said, it can be serious or silly and you can be totally anonymous. Because between us, we have probably heard it all before. 
And remember, we're all in this together and we know that we are. We're all stars and we see that. Yay! It's only taken us five episodes. <laughs> Each week we'll be sharing our secrets and yours in the Secret Mum Club. So shall we kick it off yeah. with my secret of the secret week? Of I actually have week. two. What a treat. Okay. So one ties in with London last week. Yeah. And I don't know how anyone else feels about it because I'm a little bit on the fence. I'm a kind of defensive and also, what's the opposite to defensive? Um, not defensive. Not defensive. <laughs> that would make utter sense. So I obviously took dots to London, didn't I? Yeah. But then I felt really bad that I haven't, or don't have anything planned in for Colby. I was going to say that, actually. Was he all right about you just going off and having a girls' day? Well, we'd make it very apparent that we're going to have, like, our day. Mm. And we and I have done stuff with him. But obviously, it's only what you show on social media because we know we only share what we want people to see, you right. know, kind of thing. So it's kind of one of those things where I was a bit like, oh, I know, I need to get something booked in. And I felt guilty. But then when people kept asking, oh, are you going to do something special for Colby? I actually got really defensive. It yeah. was a bit like... Just because I've done something with one child doesn't mean that I have to now instinctively go, right, next week we're doing this. I know that's great and in an ideal world, but I always feel like the special things should be special. And yeah. if we're doing them every other week, like there might be a time like yesterday we went to Tesco's and I took both children to Tesco's to give Chris some time at home on his own. But in the first instance, only Dottie wanted to go. And I was like, Dot was like, don't tell Colby we'll go together girls day and I was like mm -hmm. no we need to ask him and he can make the decision as to whether or not he wants to come or doesn't and like with the frozen I was like you can come or you can stay at home with dad like the decision is yours yeah but it's always so hard because I want it to be something so special but I don't want to feel like I've got to do something every single week yeah so in a way I was I was a bit like oh god I feel so shit that I'm not taking him but also that like people assume that they know everything that you're up to yeah. like you might do something nice with him every day and people don't necessarily know about but it but we do you might not be showing it yeah yeah that's what I mean we do do something special don't we as parents I feel like life in general together time together is so special yeah and I just feel like I was so defensive I was like don't even ask me if I'm doing something special for Colby because as well I just want to say like I don't want people to feel the pressure like if they're spoiling one child yeah because it's something that they would really love and somebody might have saved up for something so special that they have to wait a few months to do something, you know? Yeah. You don't have to just be, like, equal for the sake of being yeah. equal. Do you know what I mean? Like, those special moments will come up, like, as and when they exactly. come up. But it was so hard. Like and you, you almost become, like, resentful then. You're like, I'm not going to do something just because everyone's telling me that I should do something. You do then feel like you need to conform. Like, you need to go, like oh, you need to okay. prove something. Yeah. yeah, to people. Yeah. I mean, he's older, so he did have two special years with you. Without Dottie. Without Dottie. I don't think I'd... <laughs> Can you imagine which is what I'm listen? Listen, okay. you might not remember. All right. But we had two whole we years. We had two whole years without her. So <laughs> Stop it's complaining. so hard and as well. And he's not one really to and because I don't make a point of it and I don't say, Oh, because Dottie's having her special day, I'll take yeah, you for a special yeah. day. I'll just be like, Do you know what? We'll wake up on a Saturday and I'll go, Do you know what? You and me were going for coffee. Yeah. Sob the other two. Yeah. You and me together. You know, like that's my special special thing. Yeah. But when it's something big. Obviously, I embask in it, but you know, when you're like, I was so torn between, should I feel bad or am I wrong for feeling angry at feeling like I should 
have to have it's done just something. the pressure isn't yeah. it my parents are still like that and we're all like in our mid to late 30s me and my sisters and they're like so strict about doing everything like yeah. absolutely equally like Christmas presents my mum will be like well I've got so and so this so I need to spend like 20 more pounds on you and I'm like Honestly, yeah. don't worry about it. No. Like it's fine. It's not the value. It's just like the thought of the, the thought of it. Yeah. I don't mind. Or if you take someone else out for lunch because they happen to be with you on that day, like you don't have to balance it out. But I think as a parent, you'll just always feel guilty if you I think don't that's treat a all huge your children thing like as well. exactly the same. Yeah, and that's so huge because come Christmas now, where Colby's going to be seven this Christmas. His gifts are so small but so expensive. Yeah. Whereas Dottie's only coming up four her gifts uh, sorry she's coming up five her gifts are she could have loads yeah that's of a smaller value so it looks like she's getting lots more and it's something we have to talk about every year to oh, the babies and explain to them yeah because you just they just see all these gifts and go why has she got she's so got many more than me. and i have got none <laughs> god basically what i do now is i just wrap like a game in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box. And make it look massive. And then massive. Yeah. And then there's more to unwrap. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I feel like top that's... Top tip there. Oh, no. Top tip. Join me today, guys, <laughs> for my top tip Tips of the week. Tips from the top. <laughs> tits from the top. Tits no from the... No titty crew here. No tit... Tit... Top tips. Titty tits. <laughs> top tips from no tits. That's what I... Try. <laughs> <laughs> which rolls us nicely into secret number two i know you're spoiling us i this know week. i know i am absolutely mortified right so What's i was happened? on the toilet the other day Bloody while dot more toilet stories christ everything's happens on the toilet it it's like the diary back room. to the toilet <laughs> it's like the diary room in our house so dots was in the bath i sat on the toilet mm. obviously took my knickers down <laughs> as normal and there was the period? No, discharge. Oh, right. Okay. Something else this so, time. Yeah. So Dots was like, mum, what's in your pants? I was like, oh, you know, it's just girl things. Just like ladies, older girl things. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like, that's me. I get crumbs in my feet sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Okay. Then she was like, but don't worry. I've got something that will help with your crumbs and your foo-foo. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. I'm all ears, girl. Tell me your tell me your tips. I need to know everything. She's like, well, I just take this really lovely fluffy sponge and I just rub it up and down oh. on my foo-foo. And I was like, oh, what fluffy sponge? And she was like, oh, let me get it for you. <laughs> no. That would be my cleansing sponge <laughs> for my face. So I've been washing it. She just went, that's bad times for you, isn't it? <laughs> I have got your foofy crumbs no. on my <laughs> On my <laughs> I, can't. I, I can't. I'm weak. I'm weak. I literally just didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, as dead as day. Literally, straight face just went. Bad times for you, that really. <laughs> oh I was laughing so much I couldn't oh, even explain it to Chris. God. So you can now call me Fufu Face. <laughs> <laughs> it's always dumb. Oh, I'm also going to start calling Discharge Crumbs. I think that's much nicer. Oh, honestly, she's got the best terminology for shit, hasn't she? I cannot wait. I cannot wait until Joseph starts talking. Honestly, the stuff they come out with. You're into a new realm. It's then. gold. Oh, but and I think that's enough of my secrets for this week. <laughs> that is quite enough. I think we're just rolling to everybody else's now. Okay, make me feel less <laughs> less mad. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the Secret Mum Club, the safe space for you to share your secrets. We've got three secrets from you we're going to discuss this week. So Emma, kick us off with number one. All right, here it is. It says, hi, Sophie and Emma. I'm in need of your advice. I have two daughters, a three-year-old and a four-year-old. They absolutely love each other, but my youngest is going through a biting phase and we're trying everything we can to try to stop it. We've tried sitting her down and talking to her. We've tried giving her a time out, but nothing seems to work. She starts preschool in September and I'm scared to death of her hurting another child. Can you advise me on how I can get her to stop? Thanks in advance, Anonymous. Oh, God bless her. Do you know what? Joseph's going through a hitting phase. So I really relate to this. Oh, and how are you dealing with it? Well, it's hard, isn't it? Because he's really little still. And I don't think he really understands no. when I tell him no. The reason why he started doing it is because he accidentally hit me in the head with a toy. And I said, ouch. And because that got a reaction, he now thinks it's really funny, funny. to do it all the time. Got you. But he's really testing the boundaries. And when I picked him up from the childminder the other day, she said he had been doing it there as well. And I don't know how to get him to stop. Obviously, I say, no, we don't hit. And I try and say to him, like, let's use kind hands. But he doesn't really, I don't think he's old enough to understand that yet. So I'm no. kind of just, I'm trying not to react. Obviously, I'm not laughing or finding it funny. No. And I'm just trying to say no. But it is really hard to, it is hard. anything that gets a reaction, they just want to do it again and again, don't they? Yeah. I only had one biter and it was only one episode. Was this Colby? Yeah, it was Colbs. And I bit him back. <laughs> I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm not going to gloss up a turd. I bit him back. He cried. And that soon taught him. He never bit anyone ever wow, again. Oh, really? And if a child bit him, he'd say, they bit me like you bit me. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Childhood trauma. Okay. Let's not tell everyone that at school. But no, my mum did the same to me. My brother, Well, not to me. My brother. My brother used to bite. And I think my mum bit my brother. And wow. he never bit. He never bit again. It's really hard. We... Do I want to say we went through hitting phases? Yes. 
I don't think I paid any attention to it. Maybe that's the best thing to do. Unless it really, really hurt me. Mm. I didn't, but then I feel like that's different and slightly different to biting. Yeah. Because I feel like you're pulling rather than just retaliating back. Yeah. It's, it's like, like an intentional yeah, thing like to bite someone. I wonder why, it's really common, isn't it? I wonder why yeah. kids start doing that. I think it's motion from the teeth. I want to say it's like a different feeling in your mouth. Like oh, when they're you're just bite. like testing, yeah. testing it. Like the teeth. Plus, you you think we go from having no teeth to then start growing teeth. Yeah. They know to put things in their mouth to chew because yeah, that yeah. soothes their mouth. So I think it's just a case of testing and knowing that they can put stuff in their mouth and bite it really hard and they get no reaction. Yeah. So when they bite a child and then the child screams, they're just like... Oh, I didn't know that was what was going to happen. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. It's a tough one. I think you just have to... It is a phase. Yeah. I wouldn't say that biting them... Biting them back's probably not the official did it work? guidance. Yes, it did. <laughs> he never did it again. <laughs> um, oh, no, no, it is hard. It is hard and you're you're doing the best. Yeah. You're doing the best that you can is to just keep talking about it. Yeah. And just keep saying no. I always found like one word answers, just no. Yeah. The more I tried to overcomplicate it and be like, you're really hurting mummy, please stop doing that. Yeah. I just used to be like, no. Yeah. No. And I just used to keep repeating the word. And then it got to the point where they just go, no. Yeah. No. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now dots all the time. It's like, no, no. I think generally if they understand, like three and four year old, I think they're old enough to understand like, generally what's right what's mm. wrong and if they or maybe three, three might still yeah. be just a little bit too dingy but they know yes and no yes don't they yeah and i think if you just say no we don't do that then hopefully they'll eventually get it they will get it it yeah. just takes some take a bit longer than others yeah don't they or they'll just bite someone when they go to preschool and someone will bite, bite them, them back, back and that'll be the end of it yeah that might be that, that might be. happen but yeah i think they i think they all do it don't i don't know. know if we gave great advice then sorry i know i'm sorry we let you down uh just say no just yeah do what your gut tells you yeah. to do. Yeah. I'm sure you've brought up a, you know, three and a four year old. So I'm yeah. sure you know what you're doing. Yeah. So we kick it off with number two. All right. This one says, hi, ladies. My son just turned four and I'd love for him to have a sibling, but I struggled so much with postpartum and the first couple of years were tough for me and my spouse. I just can't consider going back to those times. My husband would love to have another baby, but I can't bring myself to do it again. He was a great support and helped out so much, even whilst working full time. I never felt a great connection until later on and found everything difficult whilst running on little to no sleep for so long. I would love to hear your thoughts and if you have any advice on how to get past the guilt of not giving my dear son a sibling. Thank you for being you, Hilary. Oh, Hilary, thank Thanks, you Hillary. so much. That's really lovely. That's a, that's a hard one. Yeah, because I'm like kind of in this at the moment because we're thinking like we would love for Joseph to have a, a sibling. sibling and obviously everyone asks us all the time. Of course. Are you going to have another baby? <laughs> when do you want to have another one? Because that's like... He is cute though. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously you'd want, you another, make cute babies. You'd want another one. <laughs> but I feel like people, after like a couple of years, people are always expecting you yeah. to like at least be planning another one. Yes. And we're a bit like, oh, I don't like, I don't know. I don't know about like timeframes or whatever, no. but we would love to be able to have another one. But, like, you're right, Hilary, it is such a huge it's thing a lot to, to take through. Yeah, it's a lot to take on. It's a lot. I mean, as a mother of two, yes. what would you say? I think with the miscarriage, because that came so quickly and unexpected. Was that between Colby That's and between Dottie? Colby and Dottie, yeah. We lost twins in between. Yeah. And I think because that came as such a shock to me, and I didn't really think or have the time, because Colby was only 11 months old, so it came so quickly and so fast, I hadn't really considered another baby. Yeah. And then because we went through the whole process of that, I was then kind of like, when 
I was getting ready for a baby. Now mm. I kind of want it because yeah. I was getting ready for that. So I think that was the only thing that changed my views because had I have had them so close together, because there's only two years between them. Yeah. So had I have had them so close together, I don't know. If that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So did that make you like try for Oh, as soon as we lost away. the twins. Yeah. I waited obviously six months just to let your body heal because it was a little bit, it wasn't the best time mm. for my body. So then as soon as we got the all clear to try again, I was, it was in our heads. Like we yeah. changed the car and we were like planning to, to have another baby and really excited. So I don't think we had that instincts of really stopping to think about what what it was to have just Colby yeah. or how hard it was when he was a newborn baby. We kind of just threw ourselves in at the deep end. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that every baby's different yeah. and you may feel differently. Like we were talking about earlier, that you may feel differently the second time round yeah. because the first time is so scary. And somebody asked me on Instagram the other day and just said, do you think it's harder to go from no babies to a baby or to go from one to two? Hands down, going from nothing to one baby is yeah. the hardest. A lot of people say that to me, yeah. actually, who have got two kids because it's so life-changing going yeah. from none to one, one that actually when you have a second, you kind of know you're what you're already, doing. Yeah. I wouldn't, like a lot of people say it's not doubly as hard having no. another one. You know what you're doing, you're yeah. used to it. They kind of just slot into your life. Having said that, I cannot imagine looking after a newborn baby now that I've already got a 17-month-old. Christ. I just feel like it, it does come a bit second nature though. Mm. And again, where Hillary has mentioned about not having that first, re, you know, the first connection with the baby. Again, I think that's perfectly normal. Yeah. And everybody gets to that stage completely different times. Yeah. But it may be so much different with the second one. Yeah. I guess until we're in it, we don't actually really know. But if it is that it's not what you want to do, Hillary, I would probably say communication is key yeah you do have to communicate with your with your other half and find out what's best for yourself isn't it because yeah. it's you know it's take two people in this to make it work so, yeah yeah I, it's such a um huge decision huge. i don't know if we can really give advice on it but no. yeah every pregnancy is different every birth yeah. is different and every baby is different it, you just because you had postpartum depression one time it doesn't mean you're going to have it for subsequent babies, but also that's, you I know. I do feel like being a mum, though, does make you incredibly stronger. Yeah. So then to go into it again, you've already been through it, you know. Yeah. So your thought process might be a little bit different this time around. Yeah. And it might be more of an enjoyable experience this time. Yeah. So, yes. But then, for, obviously, if you've had postpartum, it's yeah. obviously not something Scary. you want to go through again. No. So, yeah. And it's hard if you and your partner aren't on the same page with yeah. it. Because, you, like you say, you absolutely both need to be, be 100% yeah. committed. So maybe, yeah, talk to your partner and also just give it a little bit of time. Because you might feel differently you after a few years. But that's really lovely. I really love that you've, um, that she's reached out. Yeah. Yeah. So kind. Thanks, Hillary. Thank you, Hillary. Right. Shall we hit it with the last secret? Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, is it? Oh, it gosh. says... I don't want to read it. I uh, want you to read it okay. to me. Hi, Sabina and Emma. This is bound to give you a giggle. My eldest son had never heard me fart. We love fart stuff, we don't we? We love fart. It became a running joke, so I told him <laughs> I'd had a fartectomy. He believed me, and in my defence, he was only about five at the time. Unfortunately, when he was 11 and in comprehensive school, he had a human biology class about bodily functions, one of them being farts. Oh, I wish we'd never learned about farts at school. No! Well, I love that lesson. I love that. My son piped up saying, Sir, my mum can't fart. The teacher asked him how and why, to which my son told him, and the whole class, that I'd had a fartectomy. You can imagine the phone call from his teacher... <laughs> 
He burst into complete hysterics and said it was the best story and lesson he'd ever had in his 30 plus years of teaching. My son, now aged 34, has never let me live it down. From Anonymous. Oh, <laughs> I wish he knew who it was. That is brilliant. <laughs> Although I do, I do love a bum trumpet. <laughs> I love a fart. Let's get down, down with the trumpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's As a proud farter, yeah. I feel like you would never lie about not being able to fart because, well, no. yours is on Instagram for the whole world to see. Oh, yeah. Every morning. Every morning. <laughs> You'll catch me at the kitchen just farting. <laughs> it's funny how people are like secretive and ashamed of farting because I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. I just find it, as it, what's funny is when it just the big one comes out and your bum cheeks just rip off. I love them ones. <laughs> a real bum rickler. <laughs> you know, when it's just like... Like a whoopee cushion. Yes. I love them ones the best. <laughs> or do you know the ones where you can feel them exiting your body? Your bowels. And your, and your tummy, you're like, oh, thank fuck. Yeah. That was killing me. Like your me. tummy literally yes. shrinks. Yeah, and goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel bad that this mum had to hold in her farts around her yes. son all the time. I would have self-combusted. Because <laughs> she thought, he thought she couldn't fart. We would have exploded long ago. Yeah, I would have literally <laughs> would have, gosh, I've been like that Play-Doh, you know, Mr. Play-Doh head on all the, <laughs> with my farts. I am, um, that's an iconic story, but no, we're, we're full for the farts. Yeah. Only because the children both suffered with wind really bad when they were little. Yeah, Joseph did as well. And Cobb used to get really, really embarrassed. So I used to fart in public so that he felt okay about letting his farts yeah. out. And do they do that now? Yeah, yeah, they're Hilarious. happy, happy fart about it. Cobb would it. literally say, just letting off my trumpet. <laughs> or he'd say, pull my finger, mum. Oh, yeah. it's a classic. Yeah, it's yeah. a classic. But I just feel like it's not, Cobb used to get really, really poorly with it. A very, very, very uncomfortable tummy. Yeah. And I just said to him, you, you've got to let it out, darling. You can't keep it in. We did. We really celebrated farts yeah. in our house. Because yeah. once they get that wind out, oh, oh man, it's such a relief. And they're so bloody happy, aren't they? Yeah. I'll fart any day just to make them happy. Let's all just fart together. Farting orchestra in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. At one with the bum trumpet. <laughs> So when you've got to guess which child's farted. Dotsy's can can you tell by the yeah. smell? Dotsy stinks so bad. Like My mum said Joseph's smart farts smell like the same as mine. Because I think I think it's... You um, must eat the same I food. think it's inherited. No, I think it's in oh. your genetics. Dotsy eats shit food where she has shit farts. <laughs> whereas Colby's smell like avocado. Because oh. he eats shit loads of avocado. Whereas Dotsy smells like something's died <laughs> up her ass. What? <laughs> Literally, you're like, oh, farting. And then she's like, she'd be like, not me. <laughs> what a week it's been. This has been a phenomenal episode, hasn't it? It's been a roller coaster ride. It's been up and down. Highs and lows. Left and right. In and out. So thank you for sharing your secrets this week. Everyone is welcome in the secret mum club. That's right. If you'd like to share your secrets with us, you can. The email is hello at secretmumpod.com or with secretmumpod on TikTok and Instagram. And we're here to lend an ear. <laughs> <laughs> there really is nothing too gross. There really isn't. Or outrageous. No. And share if, a fart. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it on your socials? And we'll see you next week in the Secret Mum Club. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.